What's up, everybody? This is Majet from Diva Girl Tribe, and you're listening to the Diva Girl Radio Podcast, the show that connects, supports, educates, and empowers people who want fun, unique, and diverse experiences in their lives and businesses. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me. I know you could have been somewhere else doing something else, but you decided to listen in, tune in, and listen to my lovely guest today. Because I'm super excited to welcome Miss Amanda Spark Glitter and Gravitas um, on our podcast today. So, Amanda, say hello to our listeners. Hello, thank you for having me on Majad. It's amazing to be here with you and have the opportunity to talk to your listeners. I am Amanda Stark. I am a certified life coach and a human design expert, and I help women create more fulfillment and purpose in their lives using a common combination of mindset coaching, human design knowledge, and witchy magic to get them where they want to be. Ooh, witchy magic. I love that. Um, first of all, I love your brand, Glitter and Gravitas, right? And I'm curious, where? how did you come up with that? Yeah. So I really like the idea of the intersection between strength and beauty. And I think women often are taught like, oh, if you like to be fancy or if you like to pretty things, then you aren't smart or you can't be taken seriously. And Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I love the glitter, which I am all about is all the sparkly Mm -hmm. glittery things, but I love the word gravitas because it's like fancy strength, right? If you look it up, it's decorum and poise. And so I think that I really like what it speaks to is that like, you get to be you, you get to be as fancy or as feminine as you want. And that doesn't mean you aren't strong and capable and serious as well. I love that. I think that is why I love your brand. You know, it's, it is feminine, but then feminine is strength, right? Um, and combining that, putting it together, it's glitter and gravitas, um, strength and beauty. And you do exude strength and beauty, right? Beauty inside and out. Um, when I first met you and spoke to you, I'm like, oh, this woman is just fabulous. Um, not only the glitters on her eyes, but <laughs> on her eyelids, but also her personality and what she stands for. Um, a lot of people don't know about you, um, but they, but you were a lawyer, right? Yes. Yes. I was a healthcare compliance lawyer for 15 years, more than 15 years. And Basically, if that doesn't mean anything to you, I was all about the rules and following the rules and making sure people were following the rules and teaching people to follow the rules. And now I'm all about breaking the rules. So it's yeah. been a very fun <laughs> shift. But yes, I am a lawyer by trade and spent the first part of my career in law. Mm-hmm. And what made you decide to switch it up? Yeah, lots of reasons. Um, And, you know, there was a huge part of my career in law that I loved and, you know, really felt like I did some good in the industry that I was in. You know, it's nothing is ever all or nothing. But I'd gotten to the point where I was tired of feeling like I'd gotten as far as I could go with where I was. I was tired of being mansplained to (laughs) in Mm. fields where... (laughs) I knew more than them and just was really ready for a shift. It was just got to the point where it was so energetically draining that I would wake up in the morning and immediately start negotiating with myself. Like, do I have to go to work today? Could I maybe go in later? Like, how far could I push it? Maybe I'll work from home today. 
this, and this was pre pandemic. So this was before it was just like normal to have work from home days, right? Like the expectation was you would come to work. So I just got to the point where I couldn't do it anymore. And I left without a clear direction of what I wanted to do next, which I don't recommend to my clients, generally speaking, but that's what I did. And just kind of put everything on the table. Like, what do I want to do with my life now? What calls to me? And so I spent a lot of time researching and exploring, which I know now know is how my human design works. I need to know all of the things and try them before I settle down. And that just led me to coaching and then eventually to human design. And so, and that's brought me to where I am today in a place that I love with clients that I love. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I think a lot of people could, a lot of women could resonate to that. So Amanda, can you please tell our listeners how they can connect with you online or in person? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the best place to connect with me online is on Instagram. I'm on Instagram at Glitter and Gravitas. That is where I am most active. So you are most likely to see things for me and um, can send me a DM there if you want to reach out. Um, my website is also glitterandgravitas.com. So I have a blog there and I also have a weekly newsletter that I send out with lots of good stuff. So you can sign up for that there to make sure you're getting all of the latest info. And I have something new and fun coming out in the next couple of weeks. So make sure you're Ooh. following me somewhere. So you find out about that first. Oh, that's exciting. I do love your Instagram. Um, and I do share it right in our in our community. And I do read your newsletters too. And I, I and I love them. So it's definitely um, follow. So what inspires you to do what you do? Yeah, so for me, it really is about giving women permission and help as they make decisions based solely on themselves and what they want to do, right? I think so many of us get to a certain point in life that we'd had a certain direction. We wanted a certain career. We wanted to start a family. We wanted to do these things. And then you kind of wake up one day and you're like, oh, I've been on autopilot and this is not where I thought I was going to be. This is not where I thought I would end up. And it's not always necessarily about making big changes, like a big career change like I did. But sometimes it's about like, okay, I love my family. Like, I like my job. Everything's good. But I don't have anything that's just for me. And I don't even know how to go about doing that. Something that lights me up and fills me with purpose. So that is where I think the magic is. And what I do is just helping women, you know, whether it's rediscover an old hobby that they let go or finding a, you know, a volunteer or, you know, some other outside of their job position, or even just setting boundaries around their time and their space and saying like, for me and for my family and relationships, I need to have this space. And that's not something I've ever thought I had permission to ask for before. So there's so many ways that it can look, but it's just really about helping women design their own lives, not based on other people's expectations. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that because a lot of times like we were society had put, you know, a put a role on us and, and gave us a lot of, this is what you should do and who you should be. So I love that. I, I, I love, um, you know, like um, the inspiration behind what you do, right? Helping women. Um, and, and what do most people misunderstand about your work? Yeah, I think a couple of things, um, you know, a lot of people don't really know what human design is or how they can mm -hmm. use it, which human design, if anybody listening doesn't know, it is a birth chart system, but it's very nuanced. It's based on astrology, the Kabbalah, the chakra system, and the I Ching. So it's many layers. And when you work with me, we get really into the details in ways that make it 
work for you? Like the word I hear the most from clients and people that learn about their human design is that they feel validated. Like, oh, I knew Mm -hmm. that this was the way I was supposed to work, or I knew this was how I made decisions, but like I was told that wasn't right. Right. Or I was taught something different. So we spend a lot of time working on your intuition and how you make decisions, how you learn and produce, you know, whether that is at work or just in your life, you know, how do you get things done? And it's really specific based on your chart. So, you know, it's really something that you can use in a way that's super empowering and helpful to help you like just be the most like strategic and productive and calm and fulfilled during the day based on your design. So I think that's something that, you know, people are like, oh, I don't know what that is or whatever. Um, Or if you do kind of a lot of people, I think even when they learn about human design, they think of it as something that's fixed instead of just like information Mm -hmm. that we can use to work for you and make things better and easier for you. So I think that's the biggest thing. But I would also say, Majette, and I'm curious about your thoughts on this too, is like, I think there's some misunderstanding sometimes about like what coaching is and like how coaching and therapy can work together when you need one versus the other. And my maybe controversial thought, so I'm curious what you think is, I think a lot of people that are in therapy would actually be better suited for coaching and free up those therapy spots for people that really are struggling and in the non-functioning space, you know, just having trouble like going to work and doing their daily activities and, you know, or recovering from traumas or those kinds of things. That's where I think therapy is what's needed. But people that just like want to, you know, make improvements or tweaks or smaller changes to their lives. I think that's where coaching can be really beneficial. And especially with the mental health shortage we're currently experiencing in the United States, I'm a big advocate for more people hiring coaches and freeing up the therapists like Majette to help the people that really need a a licensed therapist. Yeah, no, I, I love that you brought that up, right? Because it is so true. Like, um, like I think after you process right? Something that's been suppressed or something significant in your life, right? Be able to process and understand it, right? And, and, and with someone, right? Um, that's a professional, right? And, um, and be able to, like, uh, I'm putting this on course, like healed from that specific event, right? And be able to process that, understand it, um, unpack it, right? That, you know, you feel like, okay, like in your body, your body would know too, right? Mm-hmm. And I work with a lot of trauma clients, right? And their body would know that, oh, that felt great. And I feel like, you know, like that it's a healing journey and my healing has started, right? And then at that point on, like, you, you know, you, you have your therapist, like, you know, my role is to be able to help you unpack and, you know, and lift those, you know, like, um, things that were that you have been carrying for so long right those suppressed emotions and feelings and um and uh, even um the events right that we had been putting up all these walls and protecting ourselves from um the reasons why we do things you know the things that we do were because of ourselves surviving and protecting ourselves because of what happened to us in our past and i think after processing that and it depends right on the individual how long that takes right and the role of the coach is when the client is ready, at least for me, like there is a point in my, you know, in my work with my clients, right? And I feel like, you know, like typically I start off with every week, 
right? We meet every week and we process and unpack. And then, you know, and then the next step will be to see if we could meet every other week, right? To a point of like every three weeks or once a month or when something comes up. Now, people could do that, but then, you know, by themselves. But then I think having a coach, Mm-hmm. right? Having a coach to guide you to reach your goals where you want to go, right? Yeah. And I highly recommend that, right? Like, like, where do you want to go from here, right? We process the past, we put you in the present moment. Now, you know, and living life is about having plans too, right? And how are you going to achieve that? And I think having a coach to guide you through that, to get you to the next step, to the next level, to to help you reach the goals that you have, whether in business, in life, in relationships, a coach will be perfect for it. Yes. I agree 100%. Yes, definitely. It gets you from functioning in the present moment to creating a future. Yes. Um, and with human design, like you did a, um, a workshop with us, right? And, and you're right. Like, um, thank you for reminding me about that because it is like looking at your birth chart and then it's astrology and chakra and there's a lot, right? Like, um, it's hard to do it on your own. Like you need someone like Amanda or somebody who is trained, right? Or in human design to help you you know, um, understand what this all things are. What are they like the birth chart, astrology? So astrology, the Kabbalah, the chakras and the I Ching. So yeah, and it is, mm-hmm. there's so much to it. And I mean, certainly on your own, you can do some research and, you know, get some high level information, but certainly to get into the nuances of your particular chart that's specific to you, it really is helpful to have somebody help you understand what it is. And then also what I do with my clients is like, and then how do we use this information? It's not just about getting the information, right. But like, Mm -hmm. how do we use it? How do we like create, take this information and use it to make your days better, to make you more productive, calmer, less stress, less burned out, you know, how do we use it in your interpersonal relationships? You know, when do you maybe feel susceptible to pressure versus when do you have a tendency to like bulldoze other people, all of those things, like then we can work through that based on your chart, just with an understanding of like, okay, this is just the way you're made. Let's make the most of it. Right. Right. Um, so it's not uh, that part that you said, the last part they said, this is how you're made. Right. And, um, either you can, like, it's also not an excuse to not uh, expand yes. on that, right? Like, tell me a little bit more about that. Like, yeah. yeah. So I like to think about it. It's just a fact about you, just information. So like right. the example right. I like to use is your height. So I'm pretty short. I'm about <laughs> five foot one on a good day, right? Mm-hmm. And so like, I me think about things like, <laughs> yeah. Like, so when I go to the grocery store or something, like sometimes there are things higher than I can reach or like, I have been known to crawl inside the fridge at Trader Joe's to reach things on the top (laughs) shelf, right? So I kind of like to think about my human design that way. I could be like, oh, I I never get to drink the strawberry lemonade kombucha because it's on the top shelf and I can't reach it. Or I could just be like, or I'll just stick my knee up on the fridge and climb in, like figure out a workaround. So like, even though that may not be like the easiest for me or the most natural, I can make it work, right? Because I think sometimes when we just get information, whether it's, you know, your astrology or human design, anything like that, your Myers-Briggs type, like pick it, right? Like I think we have a tendency to say, okay, that means I'm this. And so I can't Mm -hmm. be any of these other things. And that's just not 
true. And it's not a useful way to use that information. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I totally agree with you on that. Um, and I've had um, people uh, ask me about the Myers-Briggs. Like, I, I don't do the Myers-Briggs, but then they will come to me like, oh, my Myers-Briggs is ENFJ, blah, 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 blah. And this is how I am. Like, and, but so what does that mean to you, right? And, and, and that doesn't make, it doesn't define everything about you, yes. right? And, and I feel like human design is something that, um, and, you know, knowing your strengths and your weaknesses and how you're going to have that work to guide you or get you to where you want to go. Yeah. That's what I'm getting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. And that's why a lot of what I focus on with my clients, especially at the beginning is decisions, like in how they make decisions according mm. to their design, because that just has such a domino effect on everything else in life. Mm-hmm. So like, once you know, like, okay, this is how I make decisions. This is how I trust me and my intuition and build that self-trust everything after that gets easier. Then it's just working with the little things that come up and then building the whole picture of your design and how it works for you. But I think that's why I do start there just because it is so much about like, okay, yes, what does it mean to you? How do I use this information? Then once you have the trust in yourself to do that, everything gets better. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, So when you go back, right, go back to your younger self, um, and, uh, knowing what you had gone through, right. Um, what advice would you give your younger self? Yeah. To keep breaking the rules. I was very ah. much like my own person. Like I had my own mm. way of dressing, my own way of doing things mm. and being things. And as we all do, and I think especially as girls, right. Then we get to a certain age and it's like, oh, but I'm supposed to look this way. I'm supposed mm-hmm. to want these things. Right. So there was that, like that external peer pressure of just, you know, being a teenage girl and all of that. But then I also think like following my own North star, like when I was 16 or 17, I had decided I wanted to be a hairdresser that that's like what I wanted to be when I grew up and I was going to do that. And my dad, who's a lawyer said, that's not a real job, pick something else. And then I became a lawyer, which by the way, to any hairdressers listening, it's a real job and it's amazing. And I still sometimes Mm -hmm. wish that's what I had done. (laughs) But so I think that's my advice to my younger self is like, follow your own North star, listen to your own intuition. You know who you are. Like, don't let other people take that away from you because I just went on a big long circle to get back to who I knew I was when I was 11. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think like, so your, your advice is like, um, follow your own North star, um, be a rule breaker, right? Like, uh, no, mm. um, I, I really love that. Um, because yeah, as children, right? Like the, the being authentic, like our, our parents, the grownups around us had, um, taught us to suppress our authenticity, right? Yes. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, and reminding our young selves, right. If we can go back and talk to our young selves, like we can tell her or tell them that, you know, Hey, like, is that what you want to do? Go for it. Right. Go break some rules. Right. Um, because yeah, we were not told enough. Maybe some women, some girls were told that they can, you know, do whatever they want, but not most for most of us, right? We were told like, no, don't do that. No, you can't do that. No, you yeah. should do that. I, I definitely heard that a lot. Right. Oh yeah. 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 And don't, don't stand out. Like, yes. Don't, don't be the center of attention. Don't draw attention to yourself. Don't speak up. Don't disagree. Like those were definitely yeah. messages that 
I received. And I'm yeah. someone who likes to speak up and wants yeah. to say when I disagree. And that's like one of my core values as a person and as a business owner is to like be yeah. someone who says something. So yeah, I think um, it, there's so much to that, that, and I know we both have daughters, like that's something that I yeah. instill in my daughters. Like you get to be your own person. You don't have to be me. You don't have to be your sister, but you get to be your own person and like make your own decisions and pursue your own passions and break your own rules. So yeah. 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 No, thank you for sharing that because, um, yeah, like, uh, and that's what I love about you, right? Like really speaking up and being, um, like an advocate, not just for yourself, but for other women too. So uh, yeah, I adore that about you. Um, thank you. So, it's so important um, to me. Yes. Um, uh, what's the biggest challenge you're facing in, you know, in your work right now? Yeah, I think for me, it really is. And I'm sure so many people can relate to this. It's like balancing all of the things that I want to do. And like, mm -hmm. so like serving my clients, doing the like business things that need to get done when you own a business, but then like pursuing my own self-growth and my own passions and my own fun. And that's mm -hmm. really something that has been an evolution for me the past couple of years is to like make sure that I am an, I personally am an equal priority to everything else that I have mm -hmm. going on in my life. And so like even two years ago, my word of the year was me with an exclamation point. Cause I was just <laughs> I a reminder, that. like I matter, I get to have a, a seat at the table. Then last year it was ease, like yeah. letting things be more easy. And then this year it's clear. And I think just being really focused on why I'm here, what I'm doing and making sure everything I'm doing aligns with that because I have a tendency to just want to do all of the things and to be busy. So really working on prioritizing and balancing this year, I think is the biggest challenge that I'm facing. Yeah. And, and what's your way, like, you know, like, um, what's your way of showing up for yourself? Like every single day, what do you do to show up for yourself? Yeah. I mean, maybe this will sound silly, but maybe not based on what we've mm -hmm. already talked about. But for me, it's important to me to like put my makeup on, do my hair, even on days I'm on zoom on camera most days, but even when I'm not like, that's how I show because I think, mm -hmm. and this is my personal value. So even if nobody else, like no one has to agree with it, find your thing, like whatever it is for you. But for me, like staying in like sweatpants and like a grungy shirt and no make, like that isn't how I like to show up. And that was just like getting into the habit of doing that was one of the things I noticed about how I wasn't prioritizing myself. Like I was mm. saying, it, I don't need to take that hour or whatever to get ready. Okay. Let's be honest, it takes me more than an hour to get ready, but like, <laughs> I don't need to take that time. Like there's better things I can do to my time. So that's something that I've been really intentional about that. Like that is a priority for me every single day. And that helps me show up for me. It helps me show up for my clients, helps me show up for my family, because I don't feel like I'm in this like, blah, I don't matter kind of state. Oh, I, I, I just, I, I love that so much. Um, it's, it's so beautiful. Um, how 
you know, when we look beautiful, we feel beautiful, right? Um, and and as I was listening to you talking about like, you know, putting your pu putting makeup on and doing our hair, right? Um, I have my days, right? I have my days where in I'm like, uh, like, um, uh, yeah, for me, it's moving my body, right? So I'll, I'll run, I'll do yoga, like I'll get on my bike. Um, and, you know, and, and then I feel good. But at the same time, I feel energized. However, you know, and then I'm like, I don't, I don't do my hair, I don't, put makeup on and I, I feel good, but then something happens to me. When I look at that mirror, you know, and then I put makeup on, something happens to me. Like I feel and I notice it, right? Like I'm fine. I can go on my meetings without makeup and my hair in a bun. Like I'm fine. Like I feel energized. However, something, something really amazing. I can't really explain it, but when I look at the mirror and I put my makeup on, right? I'm like, Ooh, like, it's, yeah. it's a whole different level, right? Like, ooh, Diva's on, right? Yes. It's so true. It's so true. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. And I think, to be clear, like, if you're not a makeup person or whatever, like, there's going right. to be different things for different people. But I do think, like, finding that thing that's like, oh, okay, I feel like me, because that's what it is for me. Like, when I do right. that and, like, you know, feel totally put together, then I feel like me. It's not even about like, oh, I want to look a particular way or I'm trying to like be fancy or whatever, although I love being fancy, but it's just like, now I feel like me. So now I feel like I don't have any of this like mental chatter going on about like, oh, I should have done this or whatever. It's just like, nope, here I am. I'm, I'm ready for the day. This is how I want to show up. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and quickly, I just want to um something came up to me like you know like um putting makeup on or putting lipstick on right like um when people when other women see you there's also power in that right mm -hmm. um i remember when we were in india right like um i made sure that when i show up for this woman that we worked with in india like i put my best face on like i do take my time to you know um put makeup on put my lipstick on and show up as you know like um like uh, somebody who's put together. I know the place that we're going to is um is in the slums, right? Their communities in the slums. Um, and you know, and the last thing that you kind of want to do is like be fancy or pretty. But it's not about that, right? It's about like taking that effort to look, you know, to look good, to be presentable, that you show up and they love it. They yeah. love it, right? Well, and I think it says sends the message to the other person or people like you matter to me. Like I took yes. time to get ready and look my best because you matter to me. And I think yes. that that can send a really powerful message as well. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so thank you for sharing that. I really love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what are three unique skills that help you become successful? Yeah. So one, I think, and I don't know if this is a skill so much, but I'm going to list it as one. I don't get embarrassed. Like that's like, it drove my mom crazy when I was younger, <laughs> but, and it drives my kids crazy now, but I just don't like, I just, I just think like, I find when I do weird things, I think it's funny. Like if I like, mm -hmm. you know, like walk into a silent room and like run into something and make a noise, like I'm like, yeah. I'm here. Like, <laughs> I just, so, but I think that that has just really allowed me to be like, okay, take me or leave me. This is who I am. Like sometimes things are going to look great and go really well. And sometimes they're going to be a disaster and both are okay. And I'm okay with it. And so I just, whether it was in my legal career or now as a coach or in business, like, I just think it just allows me to just be like, 
right, I'm just going to try it and see what happens and not worry about it. I think so much of the time we get hung up on like, what are other people going to think? And what if it doesn't Mm -hmm. work and all of those things. So I think just allowing it myself to just be like, and not like feel bad or embarrassed about being a person that I think that has Mm -hmm. been hugely successful for me. So I think that's one. Ooh, three. Um, so another one I would say is I really like things to be organized and mm-hmm. like clean and clear. And so that just kind of helps me. Like, I like that. So especially like as a business owner, it's like, okay, well, this is just what I do. This is my routine. Like I have ways I do things. Not that again, I'm human. Like some days are more productive than Mm -hmm. others. But I do think like that just desire to be organized and like liking to be organized really has helped me like stay focused. And it's helpful to share with my word of clear as well as it's like, okay, that's also part, like I know what I'm doing, where things are, what comes next. And so that I think has really helped as well. And third, again, I don't know if this is a skill, but I would say I'm just really, really passionate about what I do. And this was true Mm -hmm. in my legal career too. Like I have, I was in a field that was like objectively very boring, (laughs) but I was very (laughs) passionate about it while I was Mm -hmm. doing it. You know, like I Mm -hmm. connected to the purpose of it, why I was doing it, what I was doing in the world, in the industry. And so it allowed me, like I did a lot of trainings and a lot of teaching, um, was sort of a more of a non-traditional legal career. But so I did a lot of that and I was super passionate about it. And then I've found this career now that I'm super passionate about and that I love. And so I just think having something and being able to channel that passion, like no matter what you're doing is super important. It's actually what my newsletter was about yesterday. It was like connecting to the purpose of why you're doing what you're doing. But I think that's been something that's been super useful to me is like, being able to not just like check the box, go through the motion, but like, why am I doing this here? I'm, I'm here to help and feeling really passionate about the things that I'm doing. Yeah. Those are all three of them are definitely skills, right? Okay. Like they are. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> no, I think there's, it's a skill to be able to be so comfortable in your skin that it doesn't matter that if you did something silly or goofy, like it doesn't embarrass you. Right. I admire that. Right. Instead of a person who's so proper or so, but you can tell that they're so tense and anxious because they're really trying to be somebody else. Right. And they're not comfortable in their own skin. And that totally shows, or at least I can smell that. Right. And then they, and then they try to put a mask on and and pretentious. Right. And, you know, and, and it just, it just repels, you know, like bad vibes. Right. And then, and, and for you to be able to be so comfortable in your skin that, you know, yeah, sure. I can, I can like, you know, like, um, trip a little bit or like, you know, and, 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 and be goofy and be comfortable with it. And, you know, and you're not embarrassed about it. Yeah. Right. Um, I love that. Um, and then being organized, that's definitely a skill. Um, that is actually <laughs> my word, right? That's my word for 2023 organized. Cause when I'm organized, that means the priorities are being taken care of and, you know, and everything else is clear and intentional and it's easy. So no, I love that. And then passionate. 
Yeah, being passionate with what you do, whatever that is, right? It could be it could be something boring for other people, but because of your energy and knowing your purpose and your why that you're doing it, you can't help but be passionate. Oh, Amanda, Amanda, <laughs> <laughs> glitters! I see glitters and such gravitas. <laughs> Thank Girl, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so to our listeners, oh my God, you need to connect to Amanda because um, she definitely exudes, you know, confidence um, and kindness. There's so much warm about her. Um, and, but at the same time, you're, you know, you're, it, you know, I know you're going to be listening to this and you're not watching this, but if you look at her, there's just so much beauty inside and out um, from this woman. So definitely check her out um, on Instagram, follow her. Um, you know, her newsletters, because there's a lot of great nuggets there that you can definitely um, learn from our guest today. Thank so. you. <laughs> yeah. So now is the part where in I ask you some rapid fire questions. Okay. <laughs> Ready. <laughs> so these questions are, you know, you answer, you don't get to think, right? It's the first thing that comes to you. Um, one word or one sentence, short answers to my rapid fire questions. Okay. So, All right. Here ready? we go. Ready. Okay. Who is a famous person you would like to meet that are alive and why? Ooh. So many people come to mind. I'm like, my brain is <laughs> short circuiting. I it can't even think. Okay. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Because oh. <laughs> Yeah, Amazing. Totally. Just yeah. because, and to me, I know it's supposed to be short. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, because she embodies, personifies the difference one person could make in the world. And oh. I love that about her. Oh, you just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> uh, um, where would you rather be right now? Ooh, somewhere warm and tropical. It's snowing where I am right now. So a beach <laughs> anywhere, preferably with a cocktail. <laughs> Take me with you. Yeah, um, let's go. <laughs> yeah, what's your superpower? Ooh, I think it's listening. Ah, oh yeah, yeah. Good. My partner even jokes like bartenders are always telling me their life story when we go out. I'm like, it's just because I'm a good listener. Like you can just tell. <laughs> like that's what <laughs> it is. People want to talk to me. <laughs> Yeah, well, we got to start charging sometime, you know, when people start <laughs> um, Okay, and lastly, what's your favorite word? Ooh, favorite word. The one that came to mind is compelling. Ooh, just you are compelling. Like very, I don't know feels like empowering and fun and curious and all of that put together. I wouldn't have, I don't know where that came from, but that's the word that popped into my mind. So we're going to go with it. Compelling. <laughs> compelling is a very compelling word. Yeah, it is a good, great word. Yeah. I don't hear people say that a lot. So that's, it's a great word. Okay. So on that note, Right. We always in our podcast, we always give our guests the last words. Right. Um, uh, but before, you know, you part with, words of wisdom or invitation? Like, is there anything else that you would like to share with our um, listeners? I think, well, okay, I will share 
that the Diva Girl community is amazing. And if you are not already part of our community, you should definitely join us because we are tons of fun. And Majette is the best leader in the entire world. So thank you. That I will share with everyone. And what do I want to leave you with? I want to leave you with that just because you've always done something doesn't mean you have to keep doing it. You always have the option to change your mind and do something else. Ooh, compelling words, Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) On that note, thank you for joining us and we shall see you soon. Awesome, thank you. Thank you for listening. We hope to see you at our upcoming events. Go to divagirltribe.com or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at DivaGirlTribe. Become a member and join our DivaGirl411 Facebook group.